Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa. And I'm Gina. Welcome to Let's Be Great 1-5, a YMCA podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is really important, and I'm super happy to have Holly Tank back with us for this one. For those who don't know, Holly is a trainer and a coach with the Y. She's also a Les Mills instructor, and she teaches a variety of formats, including grit, pump, and attack, as well as freestyle classes. Um, She's an athlete. She competes in a women's soccer league, and she's very conscious of healthy eating, fueling for your workouts, working out safely and efficiently, and keeping it all in perspective as far as being realistic with goals, plans, and expectations. So today we're going to be talking about how exercise can sometimes cross over into that unhealthy area when we become sort of overly focused or consumed by it and how to stay within those healthy parameters and not cross over into that zone. So thank you so much, Holly, for being with us here again today. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm excited to be back and talking about this topic. It's very important, I think. So um, I'm really um, excited. Yes. Excellent. Well, I know we hear so much about exercise addiction or compulsion and, you know, a lot of people point fingers right away and they don't really fully understand um, the differences between them. You know, can you start us off, Holly, and just explain the difference um, between addiction or compulsion or and compulsion and then what each of them mean and how they aren't always, you know, the most healthy habits? Right, right. Well, you know, I think, you know, with an exercise addiction, you kind of get addicted to the endorphins that you're feeling, you know, and you feel really good and you want that you keep you want to keep doing that. It's kind of like that runner's high that you get, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you put a lot of work in and you feel really great afterwards. Um, Exercise compulsion kind of goes into um, your exercising, you don't really enjoy it, you might exercise through um, an injury or a sickness because you feel like you have to do it. Um, it's something that, you know, it's a part of your day. And if you feel like you, if you don't do it, you're going to, you know, maybe feel some kind of guilt or, you know, it might stem through, um, to your nutrition, you know, and, and it, it, it kind of, you know, it's kind of a fine line there. And, you know, it is kind of hard to, um, to see it. Uh, sometimes you can't really tell, you know, it's all about balance most of the time. And um, it's really easy to go from a balanced uh, exercise regime to getting a little bit more obsessive and addicted to, um, to the exercise. So it's, it's really hard to, to spot it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think sometimes like with, with other addictions, um, it, it, starts gradually and it gets worse and worse. And you don't even realize that maybe you're doing it a little more or you're consumed with being able to do it a little more, just like any, any addiction, a food addiction or a drug addiction um, until you realize that you're sort of reliant on it. Um, And I think about compulsion too. I think about people who, you know, sometimes you hear this, Oh, I've got to burn off the cake I ate, or I'm going to have dessert tonight. So I've got to go, you know, put an extra half an hour in on the treadmill. And I think that can be a little compulsive as well. Um, I know that there's like some pretty serious side effects to these types of behaviors as well. So can you share a little bit about what those look like? Yeah, I I think really a a very common one is dehydration, just because we already don't drink enough water as it is. And then, uh, you know, 
the exercise and, and exercising, you know, over for one, two hours a day and really um, not staying hydrated can really have some effects on your body. Fatigue is another one. When you get fatigued and you're not fueling your body properly, um, you that almost always results in injury at some point. So then, you know, you're injured. And when you get an injury and you are exercising on a regular basis and it's kind of, you know, an addiction or a compulsion, that kind of stems into some mental health as well. And so, you know, um, you know, common injuries, you know, are strains, sprains, tendonitis is a very common one right now, overuse. Um, and that gets very frustrating for someone that, you know, can, wants to continue on an exercise regime. And the only thing that you can really do to help that is to stop the use. Okay. So, um, you know, I, that's what I see a lot uh, with, with this. So. Yeah. I, I hate to hear that um, the fix sometimes is to stop, right? I mean, especially if you are someone that really needs that moment to yourself, that workout, you know, what does that look like in your world? I know I get cranky <laughs> if I don't, it's like, I didn't eat, right. If I didn't exercise, <laughs> um, not every day, but you know, I give myself some breaks, but I, um, I can tend to get pretty moody. <laughs> so my family or those that know me, uh, well enough. So I, um, hate to hear that, you know, but I, I, I think it's so important that you need to listen to your body and, you know, it's interesting to hear you talk about dehydration and just fatigue. Um, I think a lot of us can relate to those, um, definitely. So, um, how would you, uh, Hallie, how do you know if you've crossed over into that unhealthy area or, you know, maybe you're getting a little too obsessed with exercise and overdoing it? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, sometimes it's kind of a fine line there, you know, and sometimes we set goals for ourselves and we will push through things that we normally wouldn't because we want to hit those goals. Um, you know, sometimes you can tell, you know, kind of just check yourself and be like, uh, you know, how am I feeling today? Am I so tired today? Do I really need to go try to push myself? And, and again, that is kind of a fine line thing where, you know, you don't want to exercise through injury. So if you're injured, really think about that. Um, one of the things I think that really happens is that you push off your um, relationships with others to go exercise. So if you have plans with someone and you haven't exercised for the day and you really need, you know, choosing to exercise over uh, a relationship or having that social interaction sometimes will happen and you kind of, you know, just, have to um, um, check that. Um, if you feel guilty that you didn't work out that day, that sometimes is an indicator that maybe the exercise is kind of taking over a little bit. Um, you know, working out for more than a few hours a day could be a sign of that. You know, there is, there sometimes is a limit. And again, you just have to really listen to your body when you're doing that. You know, if you, you know, you're 45 minutes in and you're feeling good and, you know, sometimes it's, you know, time to stop. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that, you know, and, and not everyone is going to be the same, but just trying to kind of check yourself and, and make sure that you're trying to stay within some boundaries and not letting it take over your life. So. Okay. 
I, th- I think that's really good. I, I really, I, you know, I, and I've said this before on another podcast, you know, working out through injury or illness, uh, and I've admitted it, I've, I'm guilty of that. And I, I learned a very, very hard way that, you know, it ended up in a stress fracture and a boot. Um, and I look back now and I realize that that was exactly why I did it, because I felt like if I missed my regular schedule of running, I was going to lose, you know, my training, I was going to lose my cardiovascular endurance, I was going to lose strength. And I just pushed through and I ended up losing a lot more than just those few things. So um, I definitely can relate to some of these. I think I have learned, I think I've, you know, brought myself back around, but I definitely see where some of those things pop up and they can be a little red flag, um, a warning sign. Something I've also wondered about, and because I see people do this, you know, tracking devices, and I wear a Fitbit, you know, and I pay attention to it, and it gets to the end of the day, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not near my, my um, you know, my steps for the day or, or whatever. I think they can be really good, but what do you think? Can they sometimes lend themselves to these types of, you know, kind of obsessive behaviors where you're always looking at it, and you're always checking, or you're always, you know? Oh, Definitely. Uh, I am a product of that. I can tell you that right now. I, I have a watch and I watch my steps and I, you know, (laughs) I track my workouts and, you know, it's really easy to get, uh, down that path to where you're looking at, well, how many calories did I burn today? And is that enough? And, and then a fitness tracker, you can absolutely see it. So then if you think it's not enough, then you feel like you need to keep exercising because you had to hit, you have that number in your mind that, you know, you have to hit now, is it realistic? Most of the time, probably not. It's not a realistic number, but having that and being able to see it in real time, um, I think really does kind of lend itself to, to us getting obsessed with things. And, yeah. and um, I think it can hinder, it can also help, you know, yeah. and, and that's what yeah. I say when we started this conversation, that it's such a fine line and it's really hard to, um, to spot it, you know? So. Yeah, I totally agree. I, 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 I think the same thing. I think it's a really good tool. And for me, I think it works really well, but I've seen where people are in groups or they're, they're in little challenges and things. And, you know, we have our own challenge here and you have to keep it realistic. You know, some people are highly competitive. If you're in a a particular group on the Fitbit um, forum or community and you're trying to do something, you know, if if you have that competitive nature, it it can cross over and you do have to be careful. And and again, super useful tool, but make sure you don't let it become something that's um, controlling you (laughs) instead of you controlling the use of that. Yeah. 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 Agreed. I think that trackers are really great for someone that's really starting to get into, you know, moving. It's, it's great for, for people to start moving and Mm -hmm. seeing, you know, where they're at and where they would like to be. And, you know, and then obviously we all, take things and we run with it because we are competitive and we just take it and push it to the limits. And sometimes, you know, we have to kind of rail ourselves, bring ourselves back in and, and really make sure that we, we don't come up, become obsessed with that little watch that's on our wrist. So, yeah, Yeah, I think no one can define what obsession looks like for each person, right? I mean, you, everyone is their own individual person and you have to figure out what that looks like. And you made a good point earlier. I mean, if you're stepping out from a social gathering because you haven't gotten your workout in for the day, 
or you didn't get enough steps in. And so you leave, you know, what that may look like your family or, you know, or you don't go out, you know what I mean? In a social gathering, um, you know, I think then that might be some red flags, but everybody's different. So it just, you know, you really have to be cautious of what that may look like. So, um, I think the other thing that you have to be cautious about is just comparing yourself to others. We see so many people on social media, um, you know, TV online and dropping weight like crazy. You see these ads and you're like, Ooh, can I do that? What, what's this new thing? What's this new product that's out there? Yeah. That's one thing that I love about fitness is that um, it's constantly changing. There's always some new product, new way to work out, you know? Um, but I think we need to be cautious about comparing ourselves to others and what that perfect body that everybody is trying to strive for. And what does that look like? And, you know, even shows like the biggest loser and they show that extreme weight loss, um, you know, I think sometimes we just have to, you know, be a little careful on what that looks like for you, but Holly, what are your thoughts with, um, you know, I guess just co- connecting with social media and seeing some of these pros, you know, and what they post and, um, what I think just the mental side of it, you know, trying to strive for that perfection. Right. And, and it's definitely, it's out there and, you know, I'm, I'm, the same way. I mean, I see all those things. I follow, you know, a lot, a couple of people on in the Instagram and, you know, I watch their workouts and, and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, if, you know, if only I did this, then would I look like that? Or can I look like that? But you have to remember that this is their profession. This is what they do for a living. This, you know, you don't know what their diet is, you know, what their workouts are outside of this, what their life looks like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that go into it. And I think it would, it's, it's very easy to kind of get encased in that and and just want to do that. But, you know, it goes back to, um, you know, positive body image and just really starting to just be okay where you are at and and what you want to do. And, you know, it's, setting healthy goals for yourself, you know, that's, that's the first step to it. And you don't really know on these Instagram, you don't know what their goals are or what they're doing with their lives. It's just really, it's kind of a snippet of what's going on in their life. And, and, um, you know, I have kind of done some research into it and you look into it and it's like, Oh, if I want to look like that, then I, you know, my diet is going to be very restricted and, and, you know, it it will be very easy to become obsessed with exercise and nutrition, you know, it's, 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 um, so I think, you know, it's okay to follow people to look at the new fitness trends and things like that, but just really kind of be realistic with what your goals are and be specific to your, you know, what you would like to do. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, And I think too, the thing sometimes people don't realize is if, you know, they're called influencers for a reason. They are trying to influence us all and they do a really good job of it. But when they're about to film something, um, especially fit pros, they are probably a little dehydrated so that their muscles are popping a little more. You know, the way they look in that moment of what you're seeing is not how they walk around looking day to day. Um, They cut because they're ready to, to film or shoot or whatever. And then they go back to eating a little, a little more and drinking a lot more uh, uh, to hydrate their bodies. And so just, just realize that that's just what they look like in that moment. And it's not their day to day look, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, so I think, 
you know, I think just like with any addiction or, or obsession, I think we all sort of recognize when we might be crossing over into that dangerous area. Um, and I think just like they say that, you know, acknowledging that is the first step, but if someone sees themselves doing this, this is a little different, you know, like what, what's something that they can do to sort of get themselves realigned with some healthier habits or, or, you know, cutting back from that obsession compulsion with exercise. Um, you know, I think if you really do feel like you have an, an, an exercise uh, addiction or compulsion, you know, there's always um, a mental health professional out there just to help you kind of talk through it and see if, you know, if you really feel like that's something that's happening and then they can really help you with getting really what it stems down to is you want to try to just have a healthy balance, a healthy relationship with food and exercise and um, make it something that you do that, that makes you feel good. And it's, you know, it's, it's just, you know, all about listening to your body and how you feel and really trying to focus on that at the end of the day. Yeah. Good, good advice. Yeah. That balance, you got to find that fine balance. And there just may be Mm -hmm. times when you feel unbalanced, right? It's just like life. You have to figure out how to maintain, maintain this balance of things. So Yeah, I totally get it. Well, Holly, anything else you want to add to our topic today? I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think we have pretty much covered everything. You know, one thing that I kind of did, and I don't, you know, I think it was probably common for a lot of people was over the COVID shutdown, started kind of using exercise as a, a mental break and trying to cope with things, you know, and that, that might, you know, when, now that we're kind of starting to get out of things, um, I have noticed in myself that I kind of sort of became a little bit obsessed with running. And so, um, you know, we just really want to try to just, again, try to recognize that and really, you know, think about it in a way that you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to overuse. And um, if you feel like you are and you feel like you're fatigued, just really listen to your body. Again, I know I've said it a couple of times, but everybody's going to be different. Um, and you just really need to listen to your body and not really pay attention to, you know, what anybody else is doing with that. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I think too, this one's unique because we're talking about, we're talking about healthy things. We're talking about exercise. And so you don't always associate it with, not being good for you. You know, you Mm -hmm. always just think, Oh, I exercise. Oh, this is great for me. And, and, um, just, just recognizing that even, even something that's really good for you can be bad for you if you're overdoing it and not listening to your body. Right. Yeah. Usually we spend so much more time talking about getting started, how to motivate you making time Mm -hmm. for yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you can definitely easily go to the extreme. So Well, thanks so much, Holly, for joining us today. Um, It's been great to just chat with you and and pick your brain and get some good tips. Mm -hmm. Just be more aware, um, you know, of the physical and mental side and just how to be, um, you know, hold ourselves more accountable and being realistic what works for us. So um, if uh, those of you that are listening, if you enjoyed our podcast, be sure to subscribe to Let's Be Great One Five. That helps you stay up to date on our latest episodes and it helps us grow our reach. And if you've ever had any suggestions uh, for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Please email Gina at gcarvelis at rockriverymca.org 
or you can always call at 815-489-1261. So we appreciate you listening in today. Hope everyone has a great day. Thank you. Bye.